Today on the talk, I'm just going to start something new I didn't do in the last episode. I'm, I'm just going to represent the Bahamas fairly and uh, give you guys a small portion of good Bahamian news. Good news, what's going on in the Bahamas. So, uh, I have some reporting from Eyewitness News. Obviously, this is this was reported from the 28th of October, but um, uh, our news covered it yesterday. Um, <clears throat> uh, basically, coronavirus uh, confirmed cases have been down by 44% is what's being reported on Eyewitness News. On the, on the 28th of October, what they reported was between the 14th and the on the 20th of October, the Bahamas recorded uh, 860 new confirmed cases. And, the 20, and then on the 21st, uh, on the 27th of October, they recorded that 478 new cases, new infections uh, happened as well. But however, tests during the second period was down 63%, with the total amount of tests completed was 2,706 completed last week and compared compared or contrary to the 7,484 tests reportedly completed during the previous week of October. <clears throat> so, um, right now we have about uh, 6,916 confirmed cases, uh, 1,835 actively going on, 34 new cases. Uh, new Providence got about 14, 13 on Grand Bahama, five in Eleuthera, and one on Bimini. So, that's a little bit of news and information there. Uh, you also have uh, the tourism industry coming out with some, uh, some new protocols. Uh, I don't disagree with these protocols at all. And... Um, let me just be clear. The stance on coronavirus. Uh, I just wanted to address the July 1st policy with that. Um, I, I think, personally, I think the administration is doing fairly decent. He's been doing fairly decent on coronavirus. I have to say, I can't say he's been doing wrong. Compared to the global population, he's been doing pretty good. All right? So, I, I know you guys have a bit of, You may have some problems with that. That's fine, but... Compared to the global population, where he has a New York Times reporting, uh, when New York opened on the 20th of October, five days after they they got they got 1,000 ca- confirmed cases back to back in a row, five days. This is a state we're talking about that didn't open at all, right? Just recently opened, and then you have up in the northern area of the population, you have you have uh, Poland. And Sweden basically coming out and saying, hey, guys, listen, <laughs> we, we just got 7000 cases on Monday, so we may have to shut down. So all in all, I think the government is doing a pretty decent, decent job now. Um, even though, you know, the, the, the numbers could look better, the numbers could look better, but there's nothing you can really do with regarding the spikes and the July 1st incident may or may not predict the future of rampant coronavirus spikes in the future that's just a fact you can't know based upon that right so come on now uh as i was saying diagula um having 
um, these travel guides for persons who are wanting to visit the Bahamas. These are fair travel guides. Of course, persons have to take the RT-PCR test, right, before they... Um, before they start traveling, making their way to the Bahamas, they have to take that. They also have to uh, apply for the Bahamas Health Travel Visa, you know, travel.gov.bahamas. Um, they have to complete the daily online health questionnaire for symptom tracking purposes. Uh, take the antigen, the rapid antigen, just not a rapid antigen test. That, uh, that's a 50-50 test. It's quick and cheap, right? So it's what's reported on it. It's, it's pretty quick and cheap. You know, this is reported about uh, by Science Mag. This is reported like basically in, on the 22nd of May. The rapid antigen test is pretty um, unreliable. It's 50-50, right? But it doesn't really matter um, because they. It, what matters is that they took the test again in the country, right? And and as long as they're practicing, they they took the gold test. You know, the golden test, one that actually is recommended by the WHO to get in the country and as long as they practice social distancing and uh, practice the uh, the uh, um, mask wearing and the sanitization policy they should be good to go so obviously good stuff there obviously good stuff by the tourism industry to get the economy rolling again that's all good news right so but um, I want to touch something uh, touch on something that is um in the Bahamian news as well. I, I didn't know that Bahamians were going going around supporting, backing the blue, not the police, um, backing the Democratic Party. You have some Bahamian American citizens going over there and, and, and supporting and and voting for the Bahamian, <clears throat> for voting for the Democratic Party. And they interviewed five people, our news, interviewed five people and um, black women. Um, and they were... American Bahamian citizens. One of them were, were were home over here. So, but uh, they interviewed one and they asked, "How does this affect you?" You know, the elections. And I don't have a problem with somebody voting for the political party. You know, who the political party is. They could do whatever, but it's the ideology that gets me. Right? It's it, it's the ideology, and and this does tie into the civility issue. What I will deconstruct, which is supposed to be about the what the what the episode is about. Um, so she says, you know, as a, as a woman of color, she says with the most pride, as a woman of color, I feel as though I should, it is my, it is my duty. It is my service to support the person that looks like me. So I will do my due diligence and support Kamala Harris and Joe Biden and as a black woman. I know the struggles, all right? So, um, basically, <clears throat> in the mo- in the in the, uh, the most illustrious way, basically saying I'll be voting for the Democrats, right? So, and this is not just her. This was basically all of them. All right, so. And uh, for those of you who don't know... Um, the Democratic Party, you know, if, if I could remember, I'm not even going to go back to four years ago. I'm just going to go back to just four months ago. The Democratic Party um, basically, uh, let me give you the head of one of the persons, the minority leader uh, and uh, the former, who was the former you know, speaker 
of the house uh you had chuck schumer and you had um nancy pelosi they basically came out and basically touted you know touted that america has some problems it needs to address it it has a racism problem it needs to address uh uh uh, a civility issue is that uh for for persons that support people don't understand america's deeply racist it's endowed in it you have michelle obama coming out and saying and saying that there is a problem half of america is divided they want to do do harm and danger to people that look like me all right so um the democratic party uh for persons that really own millions of dollars in wealth um it it couldn't be as unrepresentative of the truth as it actually is and uh this and this is where the civility this is where i i foresee that civility in the future is not going to happen between two parties specifically for the reason for the democratic party i'm not i i can't even i can't really blame the republicans here i this is all on the democratic party uh 4 months ago <clears throat> democrats and the media basically supported the tearing down of countries sorry tearing down of 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 flags right uh, the ones that they used right the same united states flags they used in joe biden's speech to unify joe biden literally said we will use old reliable which in, uh, which was the flag we'll use the flag to unify the country literally supported persons burning down the flags tearing down the flags businesses were being burnt down people did people defended it and said listen this is the unheard people the unheard people well what about what about the people whose businesses were just burned which are who are minorities i i guess those are the unheard unheard people those are the people you shouldn't hear here uh, based on what they're saying just let it be just let it be all right <clears throat> there there is a there is a divisiveness there that is un- that has been unaddressed from the democrats for, f- from the democrats for so long and and listen even even towards the statues i think we can some people can agree i don't know let me know what you guys think of if that's really a justifiable way to just burn down crap or take down stuff because you can get rid of the i thought you had a message you would su- you would assume you would, you would sell the message if you just take down the statues that were anti union that were in the that were the causers of the secession that were in the 13 states the the, the confederate statues you, i assume you would take down all of all of robert e lee statues all the confederate generals hill you know, take down take down those statues but no there's a line to be drawn and democrats drew and and democrats basically muddied the line all right when you saw us you saw when you saw statues being taken down specifically abraham lincoln when you see what you see 
Ulysses S. Grant, when you see Theodore Roosevelt, when you see George Washington statues being taken down, you you now draw you have now said that listen, civility, we're not talking anymore. <laughs> You've literally said you're not talking anymore. <clears throat> we want action. And the action you said was that we don't care about it's not just racism, we want to be anti American. Basically anti-American. Because those guys are the causes of what America do stand for. Or does stand for. It, it's kind of... It's, it's not fruitful at all. It's, it's quite unproductive to take down persons that radically sought to actually make the change. To fight either racism. To fight a, a secession against Britain rule. Hell, George Washington was living at the time where the king would said, "If you wanted, if you if you don't f- listen to this or fo- if you don't listen to the enforced religion, you will die." All right, these these guys weren't living in times in which we live now. And they fought, and they fought for the civil society. There's blood, sweat, and tears for to actually get to a civil society. And Democrats are now saying they want a civil. Biden is basically saying, "Listen there." Biden is Biden is going up on the stage and saying, "I have a mandate for." <laughs> He's basically saying, "I have a mandate for America and the world." I'm gonna be a nice man, all right? I'm gonna be I'm gonna be kind. I'm gonna be a kind man. I care about the science. I care about the decency, the democrat democracy. And hope. Alright, I care about all those things. And, and I will end an era of divisiveness and bigotry. <laughs> Sleepy Joe, everybody. Sleepy Joe. Um uh, and this 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 unity of hope is it has a lot of holes in it. Sorry about that. The the, the empty the, there's emptiness in that speech. And you can tell there's emptiness in his speech because you have people like Michelle Obama saying the quiet part out loud. Which is which is seventy one she said seventy one million Americans literally after the speech, seventy one million Americans still want chaos and division. Not not asking if why why they support supported the Republican Party or Donald Trump. Not, not because it's not. She didn't even ask because of policies, or maybe it's because they're hurting right now. Maybe their policies are better. Maybe they like freedom. Maybe they want to keep their guns. Maybe want to. Maybe they want. They want to do these things, All right? Maybe do. Maybe they want a spurring economy. Maybe they like tax cuts. No, it's it's because they want chaos and division. A, a great job on civility, steps backwards. Right, and you also have a person who's also saying the quiet out, it's quiet part out loud. Another person would be Jennifer Rubin, went on MSNBC. Uh, let me tell you how close these words are to Stalin and Hitler. That's basically if you read it in their voice. This is her words. You would you'd assume that this was some something uh, drafted up by Manglin, right? It's only not it's it's only not Trump has to lose, but his enablers. We have to burn down the Republican Party. If people are weathering the storm, saying it just pays to ride the waves, the country must repute 
repudiate. Sorry about that. Repudiate this 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 message. Throw them in the gas chambers. <laughs> oh my god. 71 million Americans. That's 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 almost goddamn half the country right there. That's a lot of persons. That is the most for a sitting president. That's the most in turnouts since the 1900s again. That is a lot of people you're alienating. And then you have you have sitting con- Dem- democratic congressmen calling for Trump accountability projects. If you guys don't know what that is, that's basically um the Hitler is lining up the Jews and basically saying we will put you guys in the gas chambers. You guys will be taking acid showers. So they're basically going to create a list for persons that are actually supported and alienate them from society. Civil society. These guys are no longer part of America. This, this isn't America. You can be a part of America only if. Only if. You refuse, you deny the Republican Party, burn it, and join us in the quote-unquote free free society. Let me tell you something, gang. For persons, if, if somebody is, 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 has rhetoric like that and demands you to be a part of a civil society because the other person's... The, the party read that person does not want a civil society that person is calling for something called authoritarianism alright and it doesn't look good on paper a hundred million people can vouch for that in their graves doesn't look good now, if this keeps to continue, there's not going to be any civility in, soci- in society at all in, in the American society. And I was just shocked at the fact that the, um, the, the Bahamian women basically aligned the politics with the color and not the politics of policy um, or any sort of mandate that they may possibly agree with or they see in the, in the party. So what is civility now? Is civility really politeness? Or is civility if you do not agree with the politics I have? You will be kicked out of a civil society. Let me know what you guys think about uh, the points brought up. You know, do you guys have any questions? Um about what what type what what kind of revolution actually happened in America um, four months ago I'm not even gonna go back to four years ago I talked about four years ago um, and do you think all of that was that really justified and do you think that that is gonna lean towards a civil society uh, let me know what you guys think of course you guys can uh, message me um or or respond to my posts on Facebook or Twitter okay uh but that's all the time I'm going to spend on uh this episode of course whoever is was tuning in thank you so much for listening to my rant <laughs>
And uh, I hope you guys do enjoy the rest of your day. This is Elijah signing out. You guys were listening to The Talk.